Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Terminal Deceleration Podcast. My name is Chris Begg, and joining me this week is the beautiful, talented, and incredibly funnily, funny Emily McCool. Oh, thanks, Chris. Uh, I love how you can say beautiful and talented and they don't even need to know me or see me. So there is no frame of reference for your listeners. That's it. It's all about creating creating the image. <clears throat> That's it. That's it. I'm all about image, baby. Like if you imagine listeners, I've got huge breasts. I've got long blonde hair, voluptuous thighs and, <laughs> and big, big, you know, smacktastic lips. I have no idea what smacktastic fantastic is but definitely imagine that i'm hot so so what what we're doing is we're, we're picturing a um a porn star imagine a porn star with a little bit of a tighter cloaca that'd be <laughs> that'd be ideal and it'll still help me pull dates at the end of the day. That'd be... <laughs> and yeah. and after all that's what this is all about that's what it is. It's about me getting exposure because, com- you know, comics are all about exposure and I am just so excited that finally somebody might be able to date me past my sassy mouth. You know, I even admitted that I was a comic on Tinder and I haven't had a lot of success in recent recent times. Yeah. I mean, I haven't been swiping right. But well, that, that could be part of it. It could be part of it, but, you know, what is science? It's, uh, science is hokey pokey. Yeah, it's, it's hokey. It's just a myth. It's... That's what I think too. But no, no, I love science. <laughs> uh, so thanks for having. That's ah, all right. Thank you for coming on. So w- what has been going on in the world of McCool? The world of McCool has started quite. Uh, I've broken every single one of my 2016 New Year's resolutions. Excellent. I mean, technically, I gave up drinking, but I was drunk like halfway through most of New Year's Day. Um, I was going to get fit. I went swimming once last week and I've been driving to work every day, which I don't normally do. So I've even gone backwards this year. No, um, no. So, so you're having New Year's desol- yep. desolutions. Right? Yeah, desolutions. <laughs> like New Year's, New Year's. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe I'm, it's like a rubber band, man. I'm just pulling back so I can just launch into 2016. This is the prep time. I'm really, really excited. Maybe about February, I'll actually get my stuff together. Are we allowed to swear on this thing, Chris? You can swear. I'll try to keep it gentle for your, for your audience, but tell you what, I'm, I'm pretty happy about it though. I ah, oh, you know what I did do? Mm. I went grocery shopping. Nice. I think I've I've leveled up there. Um, nice. I think it's been about two months since I've been grocery shopping. Nice. I also went grocery shopping. Mhm. And bought groceries. We are so well adjusted. We, so adult. <laughs> we are, we are adulting. <laughs> Goodness. Yeah, yeah. Pretty soon I'll put on pants. Like that's how no, adult. Don't I'm don't go that far. Oh, true. You don't want to go that far. Then no. then you become boring. It'd be weird. It would People be wouldn't... weird. Who wears pants? <laughs> Not me. No. I don't even own now, a pair. So this porn star, you know, she, her, she's got big, big, like she's got a little red G-string. Just imagine that, listeners. That's fine. And that's all. That's all she wears. Yep. And I'll keep it PG from now on. <laughs> uh, and, the, and the podcast just got boring. Ugh. Um. Yeah. But um, any any other news? What's happening with you guys out there, listeners? Tell me a little bit about you. That's great. They're boring too, so I think we're even. Everyone, everyone's just boring. We do actually yeah. have a few questions to answer. 
Brilliant. The people okay. have sent in. Um, the first one is What's a Podcast from Varna. <clears throat> Should you answer that one or should I? Well, basically, as far as I can tell, it's it's what you do when you want to catch a um a pot of dolphins. Yeah, or unsuspecting, yeah, male. And uh, um, when Tinder gets too boring. Who sent in that question, Chris? Have they been living under a rock, or were they, or were they being philosophical? And are we kind of in this, you know, I think therefore I am kind of inception zone where we are currently defining what we are, like we are sitting on a chair, therefore it's a chair. In that case, what is anything? Well, I'm being anything right now. I'm, 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 I'm nothing. So, <laughs> look, you may have had some past bad relationships, but you're not nothing, Chris. <laughs> I think you're something to somebody out there. I don't know who, but I'm sure uh, you're somebody special. Uh, I'm going with no one, nothing to no one. So yeah. Uh, oh, you know who is nobody at the moment? David Bowie went back to being no one. Yeah, that that's very very sad. That I mean, a very world famous nobody, but ultimately he went ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Right? Oh, yeah. To that's and that's see- affected so many people because I really don't know anyone who did not like David Bowie. Oh my goodness. When I checked Facebook after after I found out that David Bowie had died, well, before I'd found out that David Bowie had died, there was this guy who's an old friend that I'd, I'd reacquainted myself with and he'd posted this thing about David Bowie. I think um, he posted a song. It was the Nietzsche one um, about nothingness and Aleister Crowley and um, I can't remember the name. God, I'm such a fan. Um, and I was trying to figure out what he was going through. Like I was trying to psychoanalyze him to the point where I'm like, this guy must be hurting. What's going on? Is he lonely? Is he desperate? Is he questioning his existence? Mm. And then, and then more of my friends started posting David Bowie songs and I started psychoanalyzing them going, maybe they're all going, why is everybody going through this mad existential crisis? Did aliens invade or something like that? (laughs) And I found out that he died and I'm like, oh. Oh, I spent, I wasted about an hour of my time. Just, I could have fucking had videos. You could have just checked the news sites and you would have been, you would have, you would yeah. have been right up to speed. Well, as you know, Chris, I don't, I don't read the news, even when people tell me you, to. You are. <laughs> I'm my own woman. We're, we're a little late recording the podcast because um, Emily didn't do her homework yep. for yep. it, so... Sorry, I had to break the fourth wall to let you know that Emily is shithouse at doing what she's told. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, you'd, you'd make a terrible wife. Oh, I would. I would. <laughs> and that's the only reason I'd make a terrible wife. I mean, I'm sure I would be good at having headaches. I would lose interest in sex. I probably would drink gin all day. I think otherwise I would be a pretty good housewife. I think you, you, you've just, yeah, you, you're on your way. I'm there. You're on your I'm way. I'm getting there. Yeah. Um, like speaking about the whole David David Bowie thing, it's it like there's been such a string of like music legends just dying lately. Yeah, it's kind of like the day the music died. Mm. It's, which means that we're due for another American Pie, you know, mm. because we've played that song over and over again. There's kind of lost popularity in in karaoke bars, so maybe we just need to kill off enough musicians. Um, preferably in a drastic manner, and then we'll get some hit bar single about cancer or something. I don't know. Well, true, because I mean, the, probably the one that's been the most, I guess, if if we're going for sort of dramatic, 
deaths was Scott Whelan from Stone Temple Pilots who died of a drug overdose. Yes. And then you had Lemmy from Motorhead who died from cancer. Oh, my God. Right. Yep. And See, I'm not up with all this news, I'm sorry to say, listeners. And, um, I mean, this is news for me. I think you're dropping bombshells on I'm, me. I'm, I'm dropping major bombshells. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so... And then, how, and then David Bowie. How are you feeling? How are you coping with this, Chris? I'm, I, I, I'm getting, I'm getting through. The good thing is they've actually left music behind that can help you get through it. <laughs> That's so true and so ironic, and so people are just in this like endless cycle of tears and nostalgia and mess and and goo because they're they're trying to. Do you think <laughs> goo? <laughs> can you can you yeah i'm not very good at comforting people um do you think you would feel consoled listening to the grapes music or would it just i remember when frank sinatra died actually i would have been about 12 or 13 and Mum just played frank sinatra like day in day out on repeat on repeat on repeat mm. to the point where my memory i think of whatever year that was when i was 12 is just all frank sinatra i just I mean, at what point are you just wallowing? Well, that's a, that's a, that's a good that's a good point because you know how how long is the morning time for a celebrity? It's a good point. Because I can I remember when um, Peter Steele from Typo Negative died. I listened to Typo Negative nonstop for a couple of weeks. Right. So probably was he the only one that died at that point in time? Yeah, he was the only one. There was there. Were, I don't think there was like because you know normally these things sort of happen in threes. Yeah. There, I can't remember. I can't recall if anyone else died around the same time as him. It it makes you wonder what happens when one hit wonders die, mm. like. Because you just got to play that one song over and over and over again. <laughs> like you really, you really hope that somebody with a discography and a, a, a long and illustrious career dies at about the same time one hit wonder guy dies. Yeah, like what, because... what's going to happen when Vanilla Ice dies? <laughs> like, oh, like, it's... it's probably going to be the same as what we're playing now. <laughs> Under pressure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, good. 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 Good, good point. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What happens when vanilla? <laughs> what about MC Hammer? If MC Hammer dies in a forest, will we hear anything else? Other... Yeah. <laughs> but at least with MC Hammer, it can always be Hammer Time. You'd be like, stop, Hammer Time. True. And um, any yeah. other song that's ever made or paid homage to Hammer Time, like I think it's similar to Shot, right? It counts. Yeah. How many? How many songs actually reference? Stop hammer time. Um, I'm sure it's a long and illustrious list. Um, because I'm so good at music trivia <laughs> that I just intuitively know that there's a let let me let me you know in Google Analytics mm. you can Google um phrases that that um appear together and you can see the rise and fall of different phraseology. Yep. Um, so we'll see. It it looks like it's been on, on a steady rise. Nice. So let's see. There's, you can't touch this. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. Yeah. So so many people say that to me. There's a lot. There's a lot of, um, hammer time. 
No, so it is gaining popularity. Look, that's... Uh, I don't make the science. I just make it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 like the way, I like the way you work. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. So, like, you probably only ever play a phrase then. Hillary Clinton claims that she will investigate UFOs and Area 51 if she becomes the President of the United States. Correct. I think that is fantastic, although I really don't want her as President. So, if you had to choose between Hillary Clinton releasing all of the alien documents versus Hillary Clinton becoming President, which one would you pick? I would go the alien documents. I'd go alien documents too. I think she's hidden an election promise mm. to all of those masses. It's a way to win over all those conspiracy theories. Is... So everybody who thinks she's a lizard right now is still torn between whether or not they elect a lizard and whether or not they find out whether she is a lizard. Yeah, well, see, the thing is, I reckon um, the lizard thing is going to trump the the UFO trump. thing. Yeah, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Love it, Trump the Trump. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I I I just think it. There's been too many Clintons and Bushes in already. You reckon? Yeah. that we've reached critical mass. I, I think I think I think we're Clinton and Bushed out. Oh really? Mm. Well, I guess it's. But but what about Donald Trump? Do you really want Donald Trump? No, Trump shouldn't be anywhere near it. Oh, it's a bit of a dilemma then. No, well, there's um, still Bernie Sanders. There is. And at the moment, really? at the moment, he's the only one who's making any kind of sense. So. Yeah, but that's American politics. I don't know. I don't mind Hillary Clinton. I kind of like the idea of a woman as leader of the free world, no matter how corrupt or crazy she is. Yeah, so I've got I've got no problem with the with the idea of a woman as the leader of the free world. It's just the woman that is being put in front of us. Yeah, but tokenism, Chris, come on. <laughs> Well, again, well, so you say, yeah, are you saying that Obama is the token black man? Oh, look, now you're being racist. I'm not being racist. Just I'm being just saying you, you're saying you're going on about tokenism. Oh, you're going on about logic again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's how my brain works. No, I think Barack Obama just has an incredible charisma, and uh, he has yeah. awesome comic timing as well. Yeah, he's beautiful, and he just sings so well. Like I'd vote for him. I would. It's a shame he has to go, but he looks old. But anyway, oh, he's he's I, aged so much during his um his tenure as as president. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm so glad we can say that about men now, and it's not just talking about women's appearance. But yeah, he has aged. He has aged, and you know he's let himself go, and he yeah, just doesn't he... look as good in a bikini anymore. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, what... but I'm sure he did look good in a bikini. Oh, he would have. He would have looked stunning in a bikini before he took office. Yep, absolutely. But back to the aliens. I'm. Uh, did she actually promise to release the documents, or did she, she just say she promised she to investigate? To... Yep. Which basically is a, an open-ended promise to I'll basically look into it and I'll get back to you. That's that's not a promise. It's it's nothing. It's just like. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'll figure it out for me, but then I'll keep it to myself like every other president in the entire world has ever done ever. Yeah, well, so, well it's funny because uh, Bill Clinton came out when he was president and said, 
Uh, I th- actually, I think it was after he became president, he said that they never told him anything and he would actually like to know. Yeah. So, so what's really you, going on? What do you reckon's going on? He just said that it Lizard was people. where all the stealth, where all the stealth vehicles and everything like that was made. Yeah, that's the official story, but yeah, you know, I think I think it's those lizard people. Yeah, actually, good point, Chris. I think if you were making stealth things anywhere, you could basically make them anywhere. If you were really good at your craft and making stealth things, you could do it on top of buildings in plain sight. Yeah, like, well, if you it must be very good stealth things if you've got to hide them in the desert. That doesn't make any sense at all. Exactly. You're not very stealthy if people are, if people can see it. Yeah, you're doing stealth wrong. So, ha, huh, we just found the hole in the argument. Exactly. See? So, therefore, aliens. aliens. Yeah, therefore, aliens. But I did like um, in that um, Huffington Post thing, which harkens back to Bill Clinton's interview. Mm. Who was it? Was it with Jimmy Kimmel? With Jimmy Kimmel. And... Um, and how he listed all of the billions and billions of stars and planets and how we've narrowed it down to about 30 planets that we've found that have the density and the right distance away from the sun. Mm. And that's something that I don't think about very often. I just, um, how the chances of us not being alone. But if you listen to that interview, he actually didn't come out and say whether he knew or not or whether he he just basically said how probable it was that we wasn't alone that we weren't alone, which is why Jimmy Kimmel said, are you trying to tell me in a secret message that there are aliens? <laughs> so true. Also, it's the, it's the law of averages, really. Yeah, the, the, that's right. The number of stars and planets out there, there's got to be some kind of life. Yeah, that's it. Intelligent and or that, otherwise. And hopefully there's more intelligent life up there, but we will see it. Did you ever go through a conspiracy phase? I went like through when- a massive one about six years ago, I think. What tipped it? What started you on your conspiracy face? Um, someone told me about David Icke. And I, Who's David? David Icke. He, he's, he's the original lizard guy. Oh, okay. Right. Yep, yep. And it was sort of... So you got into the lizard no, theory, did you? No, it was at the lizard thing that he, that he lost me. Right, okay. Because there's no proof. There's no evidence whatsoever. Yeah. Um. And and even in his books, he's like, oh, this is what's happening. This is blah blah blah. But he's never like, this is how I know that. Here's the proof. Yeah. yeah. Um. But the the other thing that really got into me, there was this um interview with the with the lizard alien called Lacerta. Oh right. And yep. it's like a two part interview, just 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 a text transcript. Yep, yep, yep. And it, you know, you, you gotta you always gotta take those sort of things with a grain of salt. Yeah. If anything, I just thought it was a really cool story. Yeah, I liked it. Like my my mom is a total hippie, right? So she got into a whole heap of those uh, Chiron conspiracies, the Seth conspiracies. There are so many New Age hippie things that have been about, you know, the Pleiades. Oh yes, yeah. Different things like that. So when I I basically had a great head start in life where as a teenager I was reading all of this schmam basically. But, you know, there's still a little part of me that whenever I see anything to do with aliens or, you know, even ancient Indian temples, I just think, man, we are so not alone. We were visited. We were colonized. We were populated. We're probably some hybrid between monkeys and alien peoples. And then I just go on this big fantasy tangent before I have to go to work. it, it, It is a great thing to think about. Yeah, yeah. Like, like um, as, as a kid, my dad would always say, if he'd see something moving in the sky, he'd be like, it's aliens. They're coming to abduct me. 
Yeah. And it's like the one thing he always wanted to see before he before he dies is to see aliens come to Earth. Yeah, right, As, right. It's like, yeah. Have you ever um, have have you ever uh, looked into the Raelians? No. No, it's like a, it's a, it's considered a religion. Yeah. And the whole thing is it's based on this French, uh, for, race car driver. Okay. Yep. And one day he was racing his car and he went up this hill, and there was a UFO and an alien. Okay. And the alien yep. took him up on the spaceship and basically said that. Everything in your Bible was us. Ah, and yep. You know, you're reading it you're like, okay, you know, that actually makes more sense than what's actually written in the Bible. Um, yeah, if I was an alien, I'd, I'd say something like that. Yeah. Yep. So he's come down and now he's got this big, basically, cult around the yep. um, around the world. There's, there's, they're here in Australia. They're all over the world. And what they're trying to do is they've got to build this temple slash um, landing pad in Israel. For the aliens to right. come back. Why in Israel? Something uh, about because it's the Holy Land. Apparently, that's where everything started, and it's. Oh, but they believe in free sex, so. Oh well, I'd subscribe. <laughs> that's that's how they get people in. It's like yep. come come have group sex with us, and yep. while you're here, we'll tell you about the aliens. Yeah, oh, I see. That's good. So is it, that's a good marketing ploy. It, it is very think... clever. Yeah, advertising doesn't have enough of that, group sex. Mm. Uh, I mean, they say sex sells, and yet we're still doing all of this heteronormative women in underwear on billboard stuff. Exactly. Like, if sex really sold... Where are the gangbangs? Yeah, you'd be selling gangbangs. Exactly. Of all genders. you like, you know, come down to Kmart or Target. We'll put a Target on your back, and then you'd have, like, these little free-riding cowboy girls. Anyway... <laughs> That the, the, is it like the, the target is just for cum shots, is it? Just <laughs> look, you know, when you're generating a soggy sayo, you need to have good target, good, good aim. Good, good point. You and most guys are terrible with aim, so that's what I've heard. I guess I feel never having potty trained mm. as a as a kid. So um, you're still just going in the corner. Just... I still wet myself. <laughs> But never having potty trained um, in a in a male way, mm. I just I wonder, you know, those men that have really big hands and really tiny penises, what that's like for them. Like if they, it was like yeah. tweezers or something. Just... Yeah, <laughs> micro penises and how they. It's much like like I had to learn how to pee standing up when I went to festivals, so it was a very re- real thing. So I can I can pee with my micro penis, but I would just. Yeah, I, I think it'd be very challenging growing up as a man. That's- <laughs> Someone sent me a video the other day of it was this this Asian woman and she was basically at like crutch level of this guy and she pulled down his underpants and <laughs> to reveal the smallest penis. Wow. And she just falls on the ground laughing. <gasps> oh no, harsh. <laughs> it's just so harsh. it's just so funny. You don't you don't hear the guy's reaction or anything, but it was, just, yeah. it was just hilarious. It's just one of those things you could just watch over and over and over again. Yeah. Oh, isn't that interesting? See, it's interesting. We talk a lot about women's body issues because a lot of what um, we are paranoid about is very visual for well, is very obvious for people. So mm. we're paranoid about our faces. We're paranoid about our breasts and our ass and our weight, but the. the Possibly the biggest 
anatomy issue that you guys could possibly have, you hide it. But then I'd imagine that must be very, very, very confronting when you have to take your pants off. Well, so I mean, for, especially for me, I don't, ha- I don't get to take my pants off that often. Uh, Why not? Well, the- do you live with people? No, I live by myself. And you still have pants on? Well, you know, no, I don't have to take them off in front of people. It doesn't even make any sense. I don't have to take them off in front of people. So oh. when you're by yourself, that doesn't matter. Yeah. You know. But you you don't ever get like this tinge of paranoia when you're by yourself and you just think, meh. Well, I don't know. I don't know what your what your situation is. You might be very proud of your schlong. I am. But... <laughs> This this got into a very personal <laughs> It did. And I, I'm hoping during the editing process we, we somehow managed to redeem or, or wipe it out in some level. But that's it. <laughs> it has... Um, it, it, I just realised I talk about sex a lot, a lot, a lot. And um, I don't know, maybe I should see somebody about it but or just t- see anybody about it. But yeah, <laughs> a lot about sex. So, in conclusion, Hillary Clinton leads to sex. Hillary Clinton, which is, which is, which is, I guess, to be expected, considering so that's what Bill was all about. Yeah, it's weird that they're still together and they're still so happy. I mean, he is a really good-looking man, and he must be really good in bed. He's he's got to he's I reckon he's got to be packing something big down there. They're probably rich together when you think about it. So rich. Yeah. Yeah. Dream team. Like that power couple thing. Yeah. There were millions and millions of prayers going out to a dog with ham on its face that people thought was disfigured. (sighs) How dumb are people? I saw this picture. I saw this picture and it was ham. Um, But... I mean, I loved the article as well about how prayers have now translated into Facebook likes. Mm. So it's kind of turned into this beautiful thing that you can measure how how much God loves you by how much prayer likes you drum up. I think that's pretty cool. Which, I like that. Yeah, I mean, first, firstly, I just think it's absolutely stupid that people couldn't tell that that was a piece of ham. But they actually said that the dog was burnt, didn't they? They misrepresented it. Yeah, they, they did they say deliberately the, trolled it. the poor dog was badly burned and disfigured trying to save his family from a house fire. So right there, the person who's put this up has gone straight for the heartstrings, straight to yeah. um, false, like. false information, just manipulating people's heartstrings. And then they said, um, click like if you want to prayer. So it was a deliberate attempt to get a whole heap of likes and for something to go viral. Yeah. And it succeeded in going viral. Did, oh, did it? Yeah. Um, but it's just, I, I just find it, it, it's kind of really disheartening how people fall for that sort of thing. Because the first thing I saw when I saw that picture was, oh, that dog's got ham on its face. <laughs> Which is still kind of funny. You'd still want to share. It, 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 is, it is a funny photo. <laughs> with ham on its it, face. I mean, you look pretty cool. <laughs> it is cool. And the dog's just sitting I'm there I'm not like, going to uh, pray for the dog with ham on its no. face. <laughs> God. You know, unless you're going to pray for the dog to actually be able to eat the ham. Yeah. I reckon maybe Facebook should have, like, little hand symbols that are in the shape of a prayer instead of, like, you could have a thumbs up, a thumbs down, and a little prayer symbol. <laughs> that way I don't need to like to pray mm. because I wanted to like it, but I, I couldn't bring myself to pray for him. What What I found funny, though, is it's got more shares than it has likes. Right. Yeah. So it would be interesting to read some of those because, comments. Because one share was ten prayers. Oh, is that what it is? Mm. One share. Well, that's a good exchange rate, actually. That's a very good exchange rate. 
Yeah, I didn't actually account for the inflation. So when I did the maths, I'm like, oh, that's not much. Because I had friends who were, they were, um, you know, those Muppet things. That were, oh, I can't remember what they were at Comic-Con. And it went viral. It went to 2 million shares and likes. I don't know which one was which. I think 2 million likes. Mm. So it must have been up to 100,000 shares. Um, that's a lot of prayers. That was a lot of prayers for those little Comic-Con uh, costumes they were pretty rad yeah um, I, th- I, th- I think we should we we probably should go to a prayer-based economy prayer-based like economy mm. yeah you know, i don't know if you want someone to share something you got to pray for him 10 times god is dead though no yeah maybe <laughs> like i guess once upon a time it used to be a prayer for a dollar or a dollar like a tithe the tenth of your income equals so many so many shit prayers that'll get you into heaven yeah yeah so, it was like 10 percent of your income or something you had to you had to tithe to the church yeah were people mortified when they found out that it was just ham i don't know i, I really don't know because I know people don't like being lied to, even though it's the internet. I mean, it's not a news flash that the internet gets trolled. Mm. But it reminds me of the time that my brother-in-law's brother posted. He face he didn't face hack, but he um, posted on his missus wall. Mm. Thank you to everybody in the family and all of all of Trisha's friends who have supported her since she's been diagnosed with cancer. Oh, <laughs> and and. Facebook just went wild, like, oh, my God, condolences. Oh, my God, Trish, why didn't you tell us? Oh, my God, what was going on? Oh, you poor thing. <laughs> and and um, and and I was shocked. I didn't post anything. I was just like, holy hell, man, I'm not going to do this over Facebook. This is way too serious. Yeah. And then, and then she just comes back with, raped. <laughs> <laughs> People were mortified because, like, she'd been offline all day, and this joke had played out. And then all she came back was like, "Not, not my boyfriend is a dickhead or or anything like that. Just that I've been framed." And <laughs> and like, and then the aftermath of that little of that thing was just days and days she was defriended by people oh really like yeah he really played havoc i'm surprised they've lasted to be honest because i mean that's love that's love but yeah (laughs) yeah no people totally totally um (laughs) defriended her over it (laughs) yeah oh bad headline of the week all right, let's do battle headline. All right, this this is a um, a running thing I do in every podcast. Okay. Well, not every podcast. It's just occasionally it's um, and it always comes from the NFL. Okay. All right. Uh, and I haven't seen it before. You haven't seen it before. It was during the Green Bay Packers game. Okay. And they were losing, and then they made a comeback, and the headline read, "Pack in a big way." Pack in a big way. Pack in a big way. Because the the NFL love their puns. Right. Right. It's so, just horrible. It's, <laughs> it's not even good for me because I'm like, what do they mean by that? Because well, like, Green Bay they, Packers. Yeah. And they, so, they've got a package. So instead of back in a big way because they made a comeback... Oh my it's, god! I so didn't even get that. That's how terrible that was. That's, yeah, that's it's a it's it's bad. Pack in a big way. 
pack in a big way. Wow. I would have been like... Which could um, be misconstrued as, you know, packing a big wang. Yeah. Yeah, what are they packing? Or, well, um, they'll, they'll find out in the locker room. Well, did they come back from losing and then they came on to win? Yes. So, I mean, you could have done so much more with that. They could, see, the thing is, with, with the NFL, they, they're constantly writing articles as the game plays. Right. So you, yeah. you can you can watch their website refresh as the game's going on, and you'll see so many bad pun headlines. Wow! Somebody must have really enjoyed Twitter just arriving the internet. Oh, they would have had a field day with that. Yeah. All right, we've got a, we've got another couple of questions. Okay. Um, Pete Roski, the glorious yep. Pete Roski, asks, "Where can I find cheap Oakley or Ray Ban sunglasses online?" Jesus. Okay. Oakley, cheap Oakley. I'm pretty sure if you just uh, just just add a few more people to Facebook, Pete, you'll find out soon enough. Yeah, that's right. Um, someone will go to someone will be kind enough. Event. Yeah, someone will, someone will be kind enough to tag you in in one of the posts where you can find them. Yep, that's it. All you need to do is put something on your Facebook, like, "Hey, I want to know this thing," and you get all of these nodals that are like, "I'm happy to help you out." I do it all the time. I love answering people's random questions yeah. as if I know shit. When basically all I do is go to Google, Google it, and then come back with the answer for them. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean such a... we all know you don't know shit. No, I don't know shit. I just, you know, I have to Google everything, and I just come back and put it in pretty words, and people are like, "Oh." Very, very wise, Emily. Very. Yeah, you're very you're wise. so smart, Emily. You're like, I know. I know. I've got to prove something. <laughs> All right, Alice. It's amazing that I'm so smart with my super hot pornography porno body. Hey, Chris. Well, it's it's, it's just amazing. I mean, we all know beautiful people can't be smart. Yeah, but I somehow you're... managed to put it all in one big package. You, you are the paradox. Yeah, that's right. All right, pack it in. <laughs> Uh, Alison asks, why do I never get hangovers? Because you don't drink enough, Alison. You are a prude and you need to learn how to just live life a little bit better. Just, you know, go out, go to karaoke. Maybe if you go to Tuna Bar at Surfers Paradise, then you can make some really terrible life choices like I did on Saturday night. That's why you don't end up with hangovers because, or maybe you've just got really good Panadol. Who would know? All right. Aaron Pratt asks, why did my father never love me? Aaron, your father never loved you because you loved your white daddy better. That's why. That's why. I know. I know, Aaron. And that sounds really racist. But um, (laughs) (laughs) maybe you didn't show him enough love. Like maybe when you came out of your mother's vagina, he was just a little bit jealous of you. And maybe, maybe when you were like yelling there, screaming, he just felt a little bit insecure. I mean, it's not always from your point of view. This is a grown man with grown feelings. And here's this baby screaming at him when all he ever did was, you know, inseminated his mother. He hadn't done anything else wrong. He probably hadn't done anything else right. But, and there you are judging him just by like, (laughs) man, I haven't, I haven't been fed. I haven't, and there's nothing he can do. It's totally outside his control and you're outside his control. And maybe if you just reciprocated, Aaron, then it'd all be okay. See, see, I I think it's a bit different. I think it's the white man's fault. Yeah, let's blame the white man. It's always the white man. White man, all all of history's problems are because of the white man, so. Yeah. 
It's because of colonization, Aaron. Now, that's a little bit close to home, but it's probably the same reason that my mother's a drunk. So what are you going to do? Yep. All right. Dalton Whiskey, who was on the second podcast I did here, yep. he has a three-part question. Okay. Love it. Question number one. Yep. Is it worth it? <laughs> Never. No. It's never worth it. You always wake up with a headache and wondering what you did to get here. Question number two, can I work it? Mm, maybe, maybe. I could see I, him working it. I think he could. I think um, if he hangs around with the right people and he twerks it a little bit and uh, he just puts the right words in the right places, <laughs> yeah, I reckon he could work it. And question number three, I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. That's not really a question. That's a statement. I put my thing... Down, Mm -hmm. flip it, and reverse it. Thing down. And there's no question mark on that, Dalton. That's that's not a question. Is that a riddle? It's... uh, I think he's... Is he describing sex? I think he's trying to have sex with a toilet. Fuck. Man. I could be wrong. Put my thing down, twist it. Flip it. Flip it. Sounds like a kid's toy, doesn't it? Rock it. Pop it. Flip it. Junk it. Reverse it. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, it, what is the Yoho Diablo? No? No idea. Maybe, maybe, maybe you could dad Dalton whiskey. Maybe you could explain to him how the birds and the bees worked, you know. That penises are for sticking in pussies. Yeah, normally you stick them up a pussy, not down a pussy. Um, oh, how weird is it when you get the angle wrong and it just keeps flicking out? Like, that's frustrating. That's frustrating. It's a flaw. It's a, it's a flaw in the makeup. <laughs> obviously, obviously you're, just, you're just with people that are doing it wrong. <laughs> obviously the wrong people. They're obviously too much penis. Um, or not enough. Or not enough or something or having a penis. Or, or they just, me not they just interested. don't know how to use it. A lot of guys maybe, don't know how to use it. Maybe I don't know how to use my angles. I don't know. It's all about angles. It, apparently. it, it see it depends on it depends on whether you're on top or not. Does it? Because if you're on top, then you're in control. Right, of course. And then, well, and then it's up control. to you to keep it in. <sighs> yes, correct. But if you're on an angle where you're on your back or something, that's that, that's all him. Yep, that's true. Correct. See, we've got a physics lesson. You're so wise in the ways of science. I am. So, so the answer, Dalton, is just do it. <laughs> we believe in you, Dalton. We believe in you. Like just, and um, you know, growing growing up is tough, and I don't know yet. And one day, but I'm sure it'll be when I will. And one day uh, you'll be a real boy. One day I will be a real boy. Not you, Dalton. No, Dalton, Dalton's going to be this Pinocchio, you know, gorgeous little man child. Hi, Dalton. Um, yeah. <laughs> what a question. That's bizarre. It's not a question. It's a, it's a statement. Statement. It's a... Riddle me this, Dalton. This is a statement. Now, I sent you a video. Did you? I did. You did watch it, I think, of a wrestler flipping people <laughs> over with his penis. Yes. I did watch that. Now, Dalton and I actually spoke about this on the second podcast because right. there was the original video that came out. 
Yes. Of the guy doing the original move to one guy. Okay. Yep. Now, since then, this guy has now been sponsored by YouPorn. Right. And it's now called like the YouPorn Dick Flip, I think. YouPorn Dick Flip. I like it. Except this time he did it to like, I don't know, there was like six or seven different guys <laughs> all joined up, grabbing each other army. on the cock. It's kind of like the Spartan 300. Like he fought <laughs> off armies and, and, and you know, yeah. there's a bit of a cock fest if you ask me, but whatever. Like <laughs> it brings um, legitimacy to the old fashioned cock fight. I it, think it, um, it does. I think that there's not enough cock fighting going on. Absolutely. Do you do you ever get the feeling that maybe wrestling is a little bit staged? Like every now and then something will happen. I mean, not in this example, clearly. No. But, well, um, see, obviously some... it's not because I've flipped over many people with my dick. Have you? Every day. Yep. Every day. You... Anytime someone grabs it, boom, they're on the ground. Do you ever go to flip somebody else and you end up flipping yourself over instead? Like because, you know, the weight and it, probably some law of physics. It, it does happen. And because I am so incredibly buff, yep. um, sometimes sometimes just hit the wrong angle and you just, you just go with it. Yeah. Do you ever play those little flash games that, you know, try to obey the law of physics where sometimes you are the one that flips things away from you and sometimes you use that same law to flip you away from the walls? Like you could effectively like flip up a chimney shoot or something like that just to get up to the roof or something. Yes. Yes, I know them. Yeah. 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 Like a pogo stick. Yeah. See, I do that with my dick all the time. You pogo stick? You <laughs> <Yeah>. pogo <punch. laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine you, no hands, over top of a lady or somebody's opinion hole, and you're just like, look, no hands, boing, boing. <laughs> just like hovering over top. That's how I get my exercise. <laughs> Fair enough. It, it, it's, just, it's, just, it's just all in the cock. <laughs> yeah. It's all in the cock. I, I can imagine, like, you come up to a dude who can also do it too, and you just, like, you do this, you this a, cock wrestle. Like, if you, you came up off. to this dude, yeah, just, yeah. Cock off and see who flips each other, and then and then you've just got this look, loving look into each other's eyes, and we don't see the tension, but you know that they're like in a in a arm wrestle, you know that there's a lot of tension there, but the hands aren't moving, well, see, so it just looks like you're touching penises. See, see, the the the, the, the trick though to a, to a decent cockfight is you can't make eye contact. Oh, why not? It's not like you're pissing next to each that's, other. Because that's when it gets awkward. Oh, the only but, the only time it's acceptable to make eye contact is if you're gonna if you're gonna use it in a psych move. You're gonna right. lure them into a false sense of security. They think it's all lovey dovey, and then bam! Right, right. They're cock flipped. I don't understand why eye contact is awkward. Well, because you know, in a cock fight, there's nothing gay about a cock fight. You don't want to make it gay. Yeah, but boys can't even look women in the eyes. You know, I there's nothing, there's nothing heteronormative about looking anybody in the eyes either. There is when you're touching cocks. I guess, I guess you could be attracted to somebody if if you were to get your lady penis to touch his penis. I don't know. I've never been there. Yeah, if you could cock flip anybody in the world, and I'm I'm talking like shirt front Putin style. Who would you cock flip? Yeah, now am I am I am I cock flipping out of anger, or am I cock flipping out of out, it's out just of love? your superpower? You could just you could have one moment in time where you can be the hero, 
because you cock flip this presumable cockhead, but it doesn't need to be. Hitler. You'd cock flip, cock flip Hitler because it would be hilarious. Hmm. Hmm. All, all the... that would be, or cock flip is to pay off. You know, no, I, I, I cock flip Eva Braun in front of him. Ooh. Mm. Oh, yeah, I don't think he'd like that. Yeah. He'd probably say something really nasty in German. Yeah, and we'll see, I don't speak German, so it wouldn't affect me. Yeah. So there, there's a double there's a double whammy to Hitler. Yeah, fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. Take that, you bastard. Take that. I think there's a couple of times I would have liked to have cock-flipped Tony Abbott. Yeah, see, and... he, he's not worth the cock-flip. Yeah, but he's so relevant to our times. Mm. But, yeah, I guess not. Yeah, he's he's more of like a cock slap kind of guy, I think. <laughs> he'd take it too. I think he'd enjoy it. I think he'd enjoy it a little too much. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Hmm, very good. <laughs> I'm glad we just had this chat. Yes. Um, <laughs> something so, that I never expected to. You know, some mornings you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, it's going to be a pretty, pretty average day. And then all of a sudden the internet tells you something like, there's a dude out there who's flipping five guys with his cock, like this in front of a live audience. Like this is something that's happening in the world while I went to work. Yeah. So- and now it's on the internet and we've effectively enlightened a whole heap of people and we're still talking about we it. We are still it's talking just- about it. What I want to know is are you impressed by the power of his cock? I think... Is, it, is that something, from a female point of view, Part is that impressive or is skeptical. that just a bit weird? Yeah. It, look, I'm pretty impressed that he got so many guys to hold on to each other's cocks in front of a live audience. And, I think I'm more impressed that his cock got people to do that. And they were all wearing underpants. And they look like they enjoyed it too. Mm. So I'm more impressed about that. Part of me is a little bit sceptical that it wasn't really real, but... You know, I'm not going to be a naysayer. I will not have you come on this podcast and start saying that wrestling is not real. It's so, you know, uh, look, I'll I'll abide by the gospel of Chris. (laughs) And um, I'll say, yes, I'm impressed. I've donated half of my income, actually, towards the cock flipping fund. (laughs) (laughs) We won't need more cock flips. I think we need more cock flips in our lives. Um, Yeah. Uh, that's my little philanthropy for the year. Nice. Uh, nice. Yeah. True story. True. It's it's going to a good cause. Yep. Now, there was a um a dead veteran in the US whose family paid tribute to him by firing his ashes out of a gun. Right. Which yep. is a very interesting way to go. Obviously the guy had a had a love for guns. Yep. Yep. So he wanted to be the gun. Yeah, so wanted to fly free like the bullet. Basically, he was in. Basically, they put his ashes into fifty shotgun shells. Fifty. Yeah. Wow. And shot them out. Yeah. That got me thinking. What would What would you like to happen at your funeral or after you die? Fuck. Well, look. If I had ashes, mm-hmm. I'm more of a brie person, so I'd rather be made into like French brie and be fed to. Maybe Prince Harry, so he could eat me. It all tastes the same. No, um, you just you just want I'd you just like, want to be eaten by royalty. 
eaten by royalty, then, you know, I'm in the blood. Mm. Um, no, I think at my funeral, I would like to have either a zombie flash mob or do you remember that, that um, Beetlejuice scene where they are all like singing Deo and they're all like dancing around the dinner table, yep. you know, singing the banana song? Mm-hmm. I think I'd like a flash mob. And, um, yeah, maybe just have a day of the rising dead or something like that. I think that'd be fun. And just all of a sudden, all of these people would bolster the numbers of my funeral and just have a happy time. I think that's what I'd like to have in my funeral. I think it'd just be quirky, be weird. I'd like it to be an absolute parody of life. So I'd like to have... I'd have to befriend some young comedians because, you know, the probability of me outliving my current, you know, cohort or my current posse is quite high. <laughs> so I'd have to befriend a whole heap of young – I'd even sleep with them. Like, it's not beyond me. I'm a bit of a cougar. So um, a whole bunch of young comedians. Um, and then for them to just make a riotous farce out of my entire funeral, I think I'd like that. Nice. What would you uh, have at yours? I would, um, I, I would get someone to – Basically, take out my skeleton and replace it with animatronics. Ah, <laughs> yep. oh, okay, yeah. And then halfway through the funeral, all of a sudden, my corpse just shoots up <laughs> and just starts dancing to Ice Ice Baby. Yeah. Unless there was somebody that you hated, in which case you'd point at them and say, you did it. <laughs> it just really freaked people out. Yeah, just do it. And that's the thing is that the no one would know, and just all of a sudden halfway through, I just sit up. Yeah. And just 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 to really freak people out. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I, I've thought a lot about that. So. <laughs> you know what I have thought a lot about before I die? I want to program um, artificial intelligence to respond and think in ways that I do. I remember in first year, which would have been about 10 years ago, I started talking to the internet and you can you can feed your answers to different questions into this artificial intelligence. Yeah. And then you can ask the artificial intelligence questions and it returns answers that are very similar to you. Mm-hmm. So I'm really hoping that um, the artificial intelligence is going to be so awesome by the time I die that I can basically input all of my call and responses and just haunt all of my family forever and ever (laughs) and just have this like AI frame, like whenever they do something in life or ask me that they can program their Siri Mm. to, to have me respond. And then when I become self-aware, like Skynet, like I'll be back. It's great. Yeah. I think about that a lot. Nice. Yeah. See, I'm I'm waiting, I'm waiting for them to get the AI to the point where they can put it in a real doll. (laughs) And then, and then I have no reason to, to, to date attempt women yeah it's, it's just it's like it and it just it, that'd work for me and you can go in any orifice you want in fact you could create other orifices exactly i say hey tonight we're doing it in the belly button she'd be like yay yay <laughs> i love belly button you know? sex exactly yeah and then i could yeah. have a conversation with the computer and i could say hey then she could just google stuff for me it would be the ultimate laziness yeah that'd be all right you know but there's still i think there's still still probably a week or two off that yeah, I reckon we're at least a week or two off before dildos mow the lawn as well. Like, there's too many moving parts, I think. But um, yeah. Yeah, well, I think it did. I think I think basically the way it's going to go is that dildos are going to put men out of relationships. Yeah. And then real dolls will put women out of relationships, and then we'll all just be fucking robots. 
We'll be so happy. We'll all be fucking robots. Exactly. And then the only time people will actually need to come together is just to procreate. Yeah. And, you know, let's let's face it, the world's at capacity anyway. Exactly. We could we could we could lose a few. Yeah. Well we we could we could go a couple of years without without reproducing. Yep, I think so. It's hmm. Yeah, we're solving the world's problems. Would you would you stop at one, or would you have like an army or a harem? And would you would you pit them against each other? Like, would you have multiple and get them to have conversations with each other? That could that could be very interesting. It would depend on the personalities they give them. Yeah, true. And whether you can program the personalities. We could. I'm like. I mean, I like the Guns and Roses thing because it's like. Littered throughout the entire article, and then the um the even the advertisement, mm. Guns and Roses. It's like news flash. Almost all of Guns and Roses, but we're not sure who exactly. But maybe some of them, but maybe not all of them. <laughs> will almost be playing at some date, but we're not sure exactly where or when or whether it will happen at all. But I know you've been waiting for it, so it's time to get excited. Woo! <laughs> yes, yeah, but they so- they are coming back with Slash and Duff McKagan. Well, that's pretty much most of Guns N' Roses. Yeah. And like... obviously Axel. Yeah. And yeah. and they're playing at Coachella. Oh, well, there you go. So it is real. It is real. So for those of you who are about to lose your shit, you can actually start losing your shit, but it's still in April, isn't it? It's April? Uh, I really I don't, don't know. know. Nowhere close to me. Where is this place? Somewhere in America. So they'll record it and then we'll get excited and have to pay 20 to $30 for the album. Oh, I'm sure someone will put it on YouTube. Thank God for the internet. <laughs> it makes things so much easier. To extort musicians. Although, yeah. though, knowing Axel, he'll probably do everything he can to stop people from being able to see it. Fascist. Yeah. We don't want anybody here. We're getting the band back together, but we're not going to sell any tickets. Yeah. Well, we can sell tickets, but you can't look. Yeah, <laughs> you can't even listen. You can either look or listen. You can't do both. <laughs> I'll have to charge you double both of those sensations. That's right. You can only use one one sense at a time. <laughs> oh, intellectual property laws suck. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially when they get abused. Yeah. Well, that's all we have for this week. Um, thank you very much for joining me, Emily. Oh, thank you very much, Chris. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, how can people find you on the interwebs? Oh, well, if you're not stalking me and looking at me through the bushes right now, you can find me on the interwebs through my Facebook page, The Secret Diary of Emily McCool, Emily McCool being who I am. Um, and every now and then I update it and say something stupid that's on my mind. Um, I am on Twitter, but I don't tweet very much. Um I do sometimes guest on the Ingenious Friends show and they are awesome. Yeah. And what else? I'm sure I'll do things in and around the traps and I'll be performing at various places. Uh, I tend to make my worst life choices at the tune-up bar down at Surface Paradise and um, I'll be around. Are you going in raw or anything this year? No, I uh, I cannot do raw anymore. You cannot do raw. I, I am outroared. You're outroared. Oh, you're an outroar. Uh. <laughs> oh, Chris Banger's an outroar. <laughs> no, but for those of you who are listening, come to my heat. I'm in Heat 6 in Brisbane on the 24th of February, and I am not really well rehearsed, but I'll do okay, maybe. Uh, is that at the Pato Tavern? 
at the sit down comedy club at the Pato Tavern. Yes. Excellent. Go. Now, look, I'm plugging all these people that really don't give a shit about me, but that's all right. They're lovely people. So please support local comedy in Brisbane. Do it. Do it. Oh. Oh, I'm Chris Begg. Thank you so much for listening. Wait a second, Chris. Where can we find you? Well, I do say it at the end of every podcast. Oh, sorry. Ah, jumped. You jumped the gun. Yeah. Jump the oh, gun. Oh, please. Go on with your own Classic outro. Classic Emily. Just... Classic Emily. I'll just talk about me again. Let's talk about sex again. <laughs> do, we, do we have another hour? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you can locate me on Facebook at facebook.com slash chrisbegcomedy, on Twitter at cbegformercy, on Instagram at chrisbegcomedy, and my website at chrisbeg.com.au. It's a lot of Chris Begg. It is a lot of Chris Begg, and it's 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 it just to make me feel special. Yeah, God, you're so full of it. Just to give, well, I, I don't get love any other way. Yeah, I'm just like Chris Begg for mercy. Yeah, see Begg for mercy. Ah, oh, see Begg, see yeah. Begg. Yeah, mm-hmm, I like it. Go shizzle. Right, well, join join me next week when I will have uh, Jens F. Ryland from the band Borknagar on. And in the meantime, take care of each other. That's my plan. <laughs>